This is the AdCast. The professor of pricing. Blair ends. If you can't earn a profit above and beyond like what you pay yourself, that's a sign that the world doesn't really value what you do. Value what you do. The one and only. Mr. Mr. Chris Dono. When people are like, hey, aren't you going to post something? And aren't you concerned about the algorithm or the blue tick? I'm like, who cares? Like, they seem to care more about it than I do. It's like, I don't really care, man. This is the AdCast with your host, Eric Elliott. All right, everybody, I want to welcome you to a special edition of the AdCast. I got my buddy, my pal, the the Mr. Bot himself, Mr. Baggett Bots, Ryan Baggett of Tap the Table and also of Baggett Bots is joining us today on the AdCast. Uh, I'm excited to have him with me. Uh, we're going to talk about Facebook. We're going to talk about making your social media work for you. If you're a restaurant, we're going to talk about the solution that Ryan's created and how his solution can work for a lot of other industries. That's next on the AdCast. I think I'm out of way. You're listening to the AdCast. Ryan, 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 man. I'm excited to talk to you, man. Um, what is going it, on, man? A, a lot, man. It's been a long time coming, man. You know, you and I, we stay in contact and and just in the intro, I told people about Tap the Table, what you do, and and how you help people. But Ryan, for those people who don't know who you are, introduce yourself to our audience, man. Cool, man. And thank you so much for having me, man. I've had my eye on hopefully being a guest on this show one day. The first time I saw a, a podcast out of Charleston that was dealing with digital marketing years yeah. ago at this point. I thought that was just such a cool thing. Uh, but I'm Ryan Baggett. Um, I'm the creator of TapTheTable.io, which is a application for uh, originally facebook messenger and um now instagram whatsapp uh, you name it we're, we're on that channel it was a, an app i created to solve a problem back in 2020 when um we had the health crisis happen here and mm -hmm. um i have always been in my career as a professional for the last 10 years in social or digital marketing in some way shape or form but in 2020 i made the jump into um no longer taking any um you know, day jobs as they, they call it and only going after the things that I wanted to do. And the first thing I wanted to do is create an app to get the restaurant industry up to speed with um, technology and where I felt through my experiences, they just needed to be. And so um, we created wow. tap the table and it was um, going to be used in a way originally for people moving around. It wasn't going to be so digitally focused, but with all the restrictions that got put into play, um, as 2020 went on, we realized, I realized that uh, we had to make a pivot and really focus more on digital sides of things versus the in-person experiential. Mm -hmm. Luckily, um, I think that we've got a really nice combination of tools within the platform of Tap the Table to uh, accommodate now businesses outside of the restaurant industry and almost uh, nearly any industry that does need customers. And so um, it's been a fun ride, man. It's been really man. fun, but that, that's about the gist of it. Wow, man. You know, Ryan, that's a lot, man. And the truth is, uh, there are a lot of businesses that were actually born during the pandemic. But then, you know, you'd been doing this ahead of time. So it's not like you just just got in this because you, you're familiar with social and, mm -hmm. and and advertising and branding for over a decade. So when you got into the pandemic and you found this need, the one uh, kind of business area that needed help more than anyone was probably the restaurants, because, you know, especially in South Carolina or 
or in the city of Charleston, there are a lot of restaurants that are very historic. They're really tied to the community and, you know, and, and, and they had to shut down. So Mm -hmm. you thought of a a way to kind of, you know, almost kind of give them a a heartbeat again. Now let's talk about tap the table. And then I want to go in, you know, how it actually helps other areas of business besides restaurants, because it does more than that. And, and in full disclosure, I'll even tell people that we've even utilized your chat too. And, and it's power user. Yes. You know, so, um, what, let's talk about like, uh, the restaurant what and, and tap the table what does tap the table do so sure. people would hear about facebook messenger and they're like well there's tons of different people out there that do facebook or instagram messaging mm-hmm. what is tap the table and what makes it different so um to tell you the, the full story in a nutshell that i think will really um make things clear before i decided to go out on my own in the years prior uh, i've worked in e-commerce and i've worked in um the hospitality field. These are the two uh, areas where I've gotten the most experience. I'm, I graduated USC with a hospitality degree. And what I saw with firsthand experience being the marketing director for the largest restaurant group on Hilton Head Island, we had a thousand employees. That's where I live is Hilton Head in South Carolina. Uh, the Surge Restaurant Group was the business. I was in charge of the digital marketing for um, years uh, as a consultant, third-party consultant. And then they brought me in um, as a full-time employee as their marketing person. And uh, what I saw was there were just a lot of inefficiencies as far as the technology side of things went. All of the POS systems just Mm. felt so old and archaic and um, things were not fast and efficient like they needed to be. And the Mm -hmm. technology that was around um, in smaller markets like Hilton Head is against um, the larger, the technology um, abilities to adopt are just far less. It's, It's harder to get things changed around here in the restaurant world in my experience mm. and so the the biggest thing that was always a pain being the marketing guy especially being so gung-ho on social was showing that roi right. they, these are smart guys that run uh, companies making over 50 million dollars a year you got to be smart and so these guys would totally um go all in on social if they could see without a, a shadow of a doubt the return of investment and in restaurants I found it was just a pretty hard thing to really quantify. And so I had all these formulas. Um, I'm I'm a math guy, believe it or not. And I had all these different um, formulas based on things that Yelp was doing and based on other um, giants out there, how they were calculating ROI. You you, you definitely put some science to it. It wasn't like, hey, this is just what I feel like doing. Exactly. You, You put some research and some science to it, looked at algorithms, and you found the best way to make the recipe. Totally. And the thing that was missing, at least what I saw was, okay, well, I can see all of the the data Facebook and Instagram provides us as far as reach goes, clicks, engagements, all that stuff. But we don't see dollar signs coming directly from these posts. And that was the thing that um, up until the end of 2019, I just thought it wasn't going to be possible to solve. And then towards the end of 2019, when I was really um, kicking automation and building technology into high gear, I realized, oh my God, Facebook Messenger has the ability to count things. That ability alone through their API mm-hmm. blew my mind because I'd not understood there there could be more done than just um, you know keyword responses, basically. Right, but right. The, mo- the moment that I realized, oh my God, I can use a QR code who in the end of 2019 and beginning of 2022, people were just laughing at Ryan for QR codes because they weren't using them. I mean, it, it, it wasn't... Um, 
a necessity at that point. Yeah, they made a big bounce back. They made a big they made a, bounce. They back. made a couple at this point, you know, but um, it was still it was still almost like a joke until the restaurant and the cafe owners saw the results. So instead of there being just likes and just shares and even just traffic on the website, especially if they're not selling anything, they're not making that direct dollar like they want to see. Mm-hmm. When you're when they're coming in using their phone to scan a QR code to get a loyalty point in order to get their, you know, 10 stamps and, and get a biscuit or a, a breakfast muffin or something. Right. This showed the proof. And so um, what I realized, I was like, oh, my God, as much as um, I owe Zuck quite a bit of money, I feel like you know, he's given us all this, these crazy, awesome tools to, to use for businesses and ourselves. Um, I was like, man, this is like taking advantage of the system because I'm not paying for any ads when it's an in-person deal. And so I really focused on trying to take um, things in the digital world and marry them to the physical world and then to show proof of concept and proof of sales and, and proof of ROI. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really what the, the focus has always been showing the um, client or, or ourselves that when we're using it, I use a tool every day. Where's the breakdown? Where's the success? How can we optimize in real numbers with dollars and cents? Well, Ryan, do you, do you feel that that uh, kind of parking it real quick to social media, you feel like mm-hmm. some businesses or business owners just saw social media as uh, let me post and see if I get some likes. But w- it sounds like what you're saying is like, hey, you have people there. This is a gold mine. You can actually find a way to scale not only your social media, but also the experience exactly. and gain revenue from using automated chat right exactly it, it blew my mind how extensive facebook's api capabilities really were as someone who in the past had only focused on great content and great community management um, no, no automation no nothing and matter of fact to point that out that's that's how i got hip to you is seeing your badass content that's the truth <laughs> seeing seeing the videos i'm like who's this guy out of charles this is years ago at this point i've been a following you for a long time as you know and i was like who's this person in charleston knowing how to do videos like that oh my god this is a real agency that the content is always yeah. king uh, I, i'm a firm believer content is king but yeah. i felt like i was a, um, a few steps ahead when i could when i realized oh my god we can really we can really drive physical traffic not just traffic to the website or to the post or to the page of the account we can bring them here and validate that and so with facebook and i'll kind of stop talking so technical maybe but with facebook their API, they can push and pull information as as you wish as a developer. And so the the proof of the pudding that was just undeniable. Anytime I was getting someone to go to a physical location and scan or tap NFC, mm-hmm. or they're going to comment on a social media post, I'm able to funnel them and their information that the um, client needs, like birthday information in case you're running a birthday campaign, get your free thing on your birthday automatically mm-hmm. off of a Facebook post. Having that information in a database and a CRM plus sending it to Google sheets, because maybe that's just the easiest way for the client to see things are working. It has been mind blowing to see. You, you just said something now. I don't, I don't want to interrupt you. Yeah. Yeah. To hit me. Here's what I want to, I want people to hear what you just said. Mm-hmm. They can get that information and take it to Google sheets. Anyway, pause right there. Pause right there and tell me about how that works. Right. Because that mm-hmm. is almost liquid gold. And I don't think people really mm-hmm. understand that. Explain that for me. Totally. Um, and to give you an idea of scale, less than 100,000 people in the uh, world of Facebook or digital marketing are understanding how to utilize this correctly. So it's the Wild West on steroids right now. But basically, anything that you can ask, um, typing out a question to, 
in Messenger, hey, what's your email? What's your favorite steak? And what's your favorite wine? Can right. we send you deals? If you mm -hmm. can type that out, you can also automate that with different systems and tap the tables, one of them. And with the answers that you're looking for through a series of questions, you could take that information and do things with it. So what I, what I mean by that is when, when someone says, um, when a brand page says, hey, to get the deal, to get the 10% off, type your email or tap it below. Facebook will actually understand the brand page is looking for that email address or phone number and populate that mm -hmm. for the Facebook or Instagram user. So they can just tap and then and continue. And if you give me that email, for example, in Facebook Messenger automatically while I'm sleeping or doing work, the information is being saved in the CRM, maybe sent to Google Sheets and then triggered an auto email that's like, hey, wow. thanks for the email. Here's your $5 off. And then that email, which email is still very important. We specialize in that. That email is brought to the place shown and then it's tracked again in that same google sheet so we can actually get down to which posts were most profitable and that's where i think social 3.0 is wow man ryan okay you're, you're blowing our minds here oh man. you know all this stuff i know i know i know this but then you know there's there's some intricacies that you know come with tap the table that still i don't even understand yet and, and I think uh, when the majority, I would probably say the majority of businesses out there, um, they have no idea what to do with their social media. Exactly. They think that here's what they think. Let me get a person and have them post for me. That's exactly what they think. And they think, let me, uh, you know, um, get a person and have them post for me. Then they don't realize uh, the, the amount of time. Like, let's just say our social media team, it takes time to be able to come up with content that can be engaging for people. You also have to go engage with other pages and people don't see that. So you're helping people see the value back into social. And then what your platform is doing is allowing them to make revenue. So if you want to gain revenue, utilize tap the table. If you want to, if you want to mine your customers really, and truly mine your business, right? Tap the table is what it sounds like. Right. And, and you know, I, I don't want people to say like, oh, he's endorsing tap the table or whatever it is. But <laughs> if something works, it works. If Google works, we're going to say Google works. So why can't I say tap the table works? It, right? it, so you're, you're exactly right. And um, while an API is just the gateway for any developer to have any tool out there for anyone to use, we do think we've got something special because of the way we started. We started with such a real problem in 2022 because um, it, matter of fact, and I believe it was April or maybe um, May. I was so um, nervous about the way the economy was moving and the way that things were being locked down. I was forced to give away what I created for free for a little while, really to get exposure. And luckily I got on uh, the news a couple of times and that really set some things off. But I was having to give the uh, idea away because it was so hard and difficult to comprehend that mm -hmm. you, you're not getting an email from this Facebook post. What are you getting out of that? And so then I understood, okay, great. What's happening here is exactly what you're saying. People are understanding, oh crap, Social wow. media is, is important. This is what we need to be focused on. But I don't really want to invest all this money and time and energy if I don't know exactly what it's doing. So I'm going to sacrifice and I'm going to hire my um, neighbor's daughter or neighbor's son to um, do this exactly. for me while they're in college. And I'm going to cross those eyes, uh, cross those T's and dot those I's. But the problem is uh, there's multiple problems. Number one, the checkbox move of, yeah, we posted today. Or we posted five times this week. This does nothing. And what I found is there's no intent. And so what I, I'll say here, shut up for a minute, is I always start with this question going forward with any client I work with. 
when you're on social media and you want us to publish for you or you're publishing on social, what is the goal behind what you've done? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing that? And most of the time it's during the headlines responses. Uh, they well, don't know. Yeah. My neighbor's doing it, you know? Yeah. So now l- let me ask you this then, because when a lot of people hear about Facebook, they always go back to uh, 2016 election and, you know, uh, privacy issues. So let's talk about privacy now. So it, is Facebook secure and is tap the table secure? Tell, tell me about how important privacy is to this platform and to you. So I think that if as many problems as big companies like a Facebook or a Meta can have and do have, they're still providing such a valuable and entrusted service that people are logging into their Facebook a hundred times a day, man, or oh, Instagram, I, I, or, or, you know, or whatever it is. And so, um, what's so funny to me is when I see these folks, especially after some something uh, negative happens with Meta or Facebook, whatever you want to call them, they'll say, "Oh, Facebook sucks. I'm getting uh, ending Facebook. I'm getting off Facebook now." These are the posts that you see, and I'm like, yeah. "Okay, I've been seeing this yeah. for ten years." You know, you know, and then they don't, or if they do, they come back. It's 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 um it's really an interesting thing to see as someone that's essentially um, a non-social media user for personal fun at this point, I'm doing it all for um, work. I don't use it in the same way as the regular user does. And Mm -hmm. so I just see all these things a little bit differently and they've created such trust. If they didn't, if, if people didn't trust Facebook, really, they would uninstall and they would get rid of it and you wouldn't come back. But at the end of the day, the investments have been made there by these individuals. And now the, um, the, Demographic is getting older with more money. It's just more important, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they just trust it. They're on their phone all day. They trust it. And because of that, and because of the data that I've seen, we've got something like a 98% success rate when we're asking for an email or a phone number through wow. Messenger or Instagram, which originally I would have never bet that. When I first um, did this for the first time in 2018, understood that information could be collected like that because um, of Kelly Noble. She showed us in the video. She's awesome, by the way, bot queen. When I realized, oh my God, this is the way of the future. They're populating things to build that trust messenger. You're on messenger as you talking to the brand you yeah. like. And they're saying, hey, here's the phone number. Just tap it. We already know it because you sign in with it. And if we don't tap it, the brand, me, the marketer, we don't get that phone number. We don't so get that email. Are, are people, give it to us. do you feel like people are more comfortable messaging now than even talking to human? A thousand, so a thousand percent, man. I think I may have told you about my Lowe's story recently. I won't get into that, but customer service, which I've always been the biggest community management person, the biggest personalization, people reaching out. I've always um, lived under this camp that this was so important. It's gone downhill so much, in my opinion. Mm. I, at this point, I would rather talk to any automated system, even if it's on the freaking phone. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so rough these days to um, find good customer service people. And so yeah. at this point, I'd rather as um, a brand and a marketer teaching or talking to brands. And if you can't find those ace, um, rockstar employees, make one rockstar all-star automation and at least have the brand consistency there. Man. So now Ryan, we talked about the restaurants and how you utilize, you know, the, the software tap the table for it. Mm-hmm. And now can it work in other industries and, and tell me other industries where, uh, you know, don't be, you know, partner or client specific, but tell me some other industries where, where you've also seen some success and how it can work. Because, you know, whenever someone logs on a tap to table, the first thing they see is eateries, you know, they, they don't know, like, uh, 
um, that it can expand beyond that. And it grew from there. So tell me about how it can work in other industries. Totally. So while the dashboard itself is still um, really geared towards restaurants and, and a little bit of retail making those sales, we've got a product and order section built right in. So within five minutes, the idea is you can immediately start selling your stuff, retail or food um, through any channel on social media within five minutes, just upload your stuff and you're good to go. That was the idea. Mm-hmm. But what, what we saw was as more people were um, implementing the QR codes in their to-goes and as more restaurants were opening up, to having people sit down again, like the old days, where they could just mm-hmm. sit down and eat, the QR codes that were left on the table, intentionally, obviously, were being used by other folks in other industries, the customers. And the biggest um, industry that jumped out in my local area, uh, Beaufort County and Savannah area, has been real estate. And these realtors, wow. would come, they'd come into lunch, they would scan the code, and then they'd realize, oh, this isn't just a PDF, this isn't just a web page this is an interactive thing what is the, oh this is a messenger oh this is a web chat what is this i could just say i want wow. chicken fingers and there it is and so then i was getting questions through the messenger how did you do this who made this for you you know and um me as the manager of those clients in this in this these cases i could see those messages and they eventually um would find out the ones that really cared and um it was a it was a good connection so in real estate um it, it's also worked extremely well where they're not selling houses generally on Facebook or in Instagram, we're still able to get qualifying information. So mm-hmm. um, a re- recent example is we're asking people that are looking for mortgage rates, a, mm-hmm. a specific series of questions like, well, how much money do you have for your down payment? What um, insurance percentage do you expect to pay monthly on your mortgage? You're qualifying um, people to make sure they're good leads. Got it. Exactly. And the smartest mortgage broker in uh, my area, he saw this through a- another client as well as the entertainment slash um bar i guess a restaurant and bar he just he he found me and this guy wasn't going to go to sleep without having automation for his business and now he uh, benji getsy he's a good friend of mine and partner now in another uh thing we've got going on he's going to be the king of funnels man in his space and he just understands this is the goal of social so they got us addicted to like being able to generate noise and awareness and eyeballs yeah i, I really believe their 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 next step is and we're kind of seeing it with all this um centralization within the other platforms or other channels, I think that they're going to really push businesses to say, Hey, you see, we got you the crowd. You see, we got you the eyeballs, the inbox. That's your money box. Get those customers in there in a one-on-one scenario, sell them whatever you want. Hmm. That's what I think is happening. So, so no, Ryan, now in order to be able to, it's not like to feel the dreams, like just because you have it there, it's going to come. You, you have to be able to put out some, good content or either run some ads to be able to get people to your page because just because you have it on your page it doesn't mean i'm coming right or or the foot traffic you nailed it the foot Mm -hmm. traffic where you can have that physical interaction with that nfc device or qr code is the same um funnel as someone that could be engaging online now we as the funnel builders know that and aware of that it could provide different journeys but if you're in this is the, the coolest thing and I think there's going to be some businesses that master this concept. Mm-hmm. We can either rely on consistently great content, which we should do anyways, right? We can rely on that plus the gas money, which is the ad dollars, the Facebook ad money and Instagram ad money. We can rely on that and pay Zuck forever for every person that we get. Or mm-hmm. or we could take advantage of what we can take advantage of in this case. Um, and you, you've got one of the coolest offices in our whole area. And I, I wanted, I always think about this stuff, but I wanted to immediately have some kind of a QR code guest book so that when someone could walk into your place or leave, they tap that thing and they're, they're in a funnel. 
And that yeah. funnel just allows you to send them a message for a Google review, get them to <laughs> like your Facebook page or whatever it needs to be. Um, every single time you didn't pay for that lead. You didn't have to necessarily come up with um, or leader, you know, follower or whatever. You didn't have to take time out of your day to create content to get that person because they were already there. Yeah. Man, or, you know, Ryan, it's 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 endless on on what you it's can endless. can create with it. So, do you find like it's constantly evolving? Like you know, like your capabilities on what you can do, what you can come up with that they're totally. evolving for you. So, um, what we started out with again was that we wanted to sell food and and retail on any channel, which really was Facebook and Instagram were the two biggest ones in our eyes, as they still are. But mm-hmm. conversational design and AI is only getting bigger, and it'll only be more important. And we can see the we can see this. And here's two recent examples. Number one, Google now has their own messaging product that's available on mobile devices. Now, if you look at a Google business listing yep. on your on your mobile and device, you can you've send got a message. That. Exactly. You got you have that. And that's also any funnel that you have built for Facebook or Instagram immediately works with Google if you'd like it to. And so we talk with Google every week, and those guys are always um every week they send an email with the updates that they do. It's much different than the Facebook camp. I love the way Google um is treating the developer the developer community and how they're updating us and how they're making their tool just mm-hmm. that much more valuable. And so when you see that, plus the, the brand new ability with Instagram's API of, for example, um, forcing a follow. So someone, here's the, the, the uh, example that we're gonna see. People will have content. They'll want people to um, comment on this content. When that comment occurs, that you've seen that this is the magic sauce, that message is sent via DM, but before they can get to the next step, and we can't do this with Messenger. Before they get the next step, we might have a button that says, before you get the 5% off, please be sure you're following our page. If you're following our page, hit continue. Oh, so, so you're, helping, they, you're helping it grow too. Exactly. So when it hits continue, the API can check, is this user following this page, yes or no? And if no, eh, sorry, please wow. go back and follow our page. Or, boom, thanks for following our page. Here's your 5% off. Here's the, the thing. So, so Ryan, now let me, we talked about meta or well, meta kind of yeah. is the umbrella for all of them and then Facebook. So now does your platform have different capabilities for either Facebook and Instagram? Because, you know, some of them you can do, you like for Instagram, you can't, you can't just type words. You have to put something up, either a video or an image or something. Um, and like with Facebook, you can. So what are the, are, are the capabilities different within there uh, on each platform? Great question. And the answer is, Right now, in my opinion, Facebook Messenger is the most feature-rich, robust messaging platform that there is on the planet because of what their API allows. The other APIs are just not there. Uh, to give you the comparison between Google and Messenger and Instagram in one scenario, mm-hmm. Messenger is the only um, channel that can send out a native video or a Facebook embedded video through a funnel. So if you've got all your awesome videos on your page, that URL there, that mm-hmm. can be sent in in um, Messenger, but instead of it being a URL, it's the actual embedded video. Oh, like of from the from like from YouTube, exactly. Except it's it's like it's the native deal there. There's no uploading. You're using the um same deal. It's just a feature that they've built to make things easy. And so basically, what we did here's a secret: we looked at every available permission and option that there mm-hmm. was in the APIs of both all the channels. Facebook has the most. Instagram is probably the one that are, people are most excited for because they think that's where all the cool kids are. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of cool kids there. I just look at them as they're all in one, truthfully. But Instagram, while they are much newer, the capability to automate things and take information and all that stuff has only been available for about a year. 
-hmm. that are constantly as well updating the channel and they're spending a lot of time and money and um energy and resources meta to make these things better so for example on facebook messenger when you're installed you've got that uh, little hamburger menu button on the yeah. bottom right that's the mm -hmm. uh what's called a persistent menu instagram has never had one they've released it last week or the week before the ability to have that and it was in a different place it's up top instead of the bottom of the screen which i thought was a little awkward but they're what the point is if they're spending time to release new features for developers to develop this is where the future is because right. if it wasn't they wouldn't be spending the time to create new things so so does does tap the table work with uh other social silos besides facebook and instagram or or what's what's the goal for growth as far because um you you got twitter out there um um, and you have like TikTok. So what's what's the plan for growth for that? Do you plan to include those into Tap the Table? So we are limited fully by what the channels offer um, as far as APIs go. And we don't do any black hat stuff minus the black hat you see on my head here. So um, <laughs> everything I do is by the book. And so um, we're only able to do what the platforms allow us to do. So in your case of your examples, Twitter does not allow for um, DM or comment automation, that's uh, legal, I guess you'd call it. And mm -hmm. it, the same kind of goes for um, Google. They don't have that ability to have a comment, for example, on one of their Google business posts to do anything with that yet. Although I've got some pretty sneaking suspicions that mm -hmm. you're going to start seeing people do Google reviews through Messenger. That's what I believe. They, they won't confirm or deny, but essentially um, I think that, businesses would like to get additional information out of instead of just those five stars in a paragraph or a sentence and so i've seen it in an um, industry i'll tell you about offline i could tell you where the link is i can't do that publicly i won't do that but i saw how from an email they're going to a series of like two or three questions and then based on what i've inputted they're either showing the google review page for me to leave a review or not which yep. I is a really interesting you might already know all about it too but i think they're going to transition that probably into their messaging ecosystem since they're just you know putting so much time into it but the the truth is our web chat url can work on any channel right now as, as at least if someone clicks on it um and we can solve pretty much anything that we want to solve without um you know overlooking the limitations that are provided to us mm -hmm. if that makes sense so as you know we've got whatsapp to telegram um rcs which is so you can um, also do whatsapp Yep, totally. All, all Facebook um, or all meta-owned channels, um, in addition to our, our own channel, Telegram, that was a popular one for a while. Um, it's a, a popular one outside of the United States to Telegram. But um, any channel that's going to give us the ability to do what we want to do and uh, not make it so difficult mm -hmm. and the users want, we'll, we'll implement that. Ryan, where do you see Tap the Table in the next uh, three years? I see um, Tap the Table becoming something more of like just tap to be honest with you because um again with the success the you know the initial success i've i've been lucky enough to see and now with uh partnering up with benji getsy from beefert lending who's this guy's a massive he's the gary v of mortgage brokers and um he, he's got a little money too and he sees the sign more so than almost anyone i've spoken with in two and a half years mm -hmm. um that's not in the tech space or marketing space specifically as a you know veteran mortgage broker this guy saw holy cow not only do i need this am i going to have this before i go to sleep tonight or i'm not going yeah. to sleep yeah. i'm going to figure out a way 
that I can get my hands on on this at scale. And the guy's so smart for seeing that. And that's what I always hoped would happen because uh, I've got my own um, issues as far as I'm not leaving South Carolina. I'm not going to California. I'm not going to these Silicon Valley places. So I missed some opportunities here. This guy's totally filled in a lot of these gaps. And he's going to be a, a great, great partner. That's awesome, man. That, that, that is, that, that's just so awesome, man. Ryan, I'm, I'm happy to hear about a lot of the success that Thank you guys over at Tap the Table have, man. Um, I realize so, that you're a user too, man. So I think yeah. I, can't, I can't wait to see you just take over everything, and even yeah. I'll help you do whatever I can. It's 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 really magical to kind of hear you. You can navigate this stuff with your eyes closed, and that's amazing to me because not every not every developer can do that, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's almost that, like, man. you know, whatever song you write, man, you don't forget the lyrics on that stuff, man. Not at all. Um, so, I mean, you've had the influx of mortgage people coming in. We talked about the safety and the security of Tap the Table and what mm-hmm. it can offer. Um, uh, let me ask you kind of let me go to a marketing end of things. You know, mm-hmm. where, where do you see, um, you know, besides even Tap the Table, where do you see social media going um, within the next uh 24 months two years totally i i think that because and you know this is my space so like when it comes to things like games and stuff that facebook or meta offers and some of these other um channels and and such i really don't i'm not as versed but what i see all day is um along the lines of ai and automation and because i'm seeing the new features being developed and because i've seen the look on the client's faces when they see their their phones just like pinging off the like you know all this time I think that we're going to be moving into results driven performance um, metrics um, far greater than what we currently have. And I, I think, agree. I think those two things um, that are the simplest and most powerful and, and most beneficial is going to be growing that email list. So when I look at your kind of content that you guys do for social, it's just so epically good. And it's getting, you know, when you're, you guys are, are doing a campaign, you're getting all the things that you want on your checklist. It's the reach, the comments, the engagement. You guys are really um, setting the standard there. And I think that you've already got the secret sauce yeah, of understanding it, that whatever we, we're going to, we're going to be looked at in different um, lenses as marketing folks going forward when it's like, well, this company, Eric's company is awesome with videos. And then this company out in Texas who we're also looking at, they're awesome with videos. But the difference is, and I think this is going to be the bit difference, these guys on this side, they're implementing automation. So their videos are looking great, accomplishing brand, and they're also growing our list, meeting our customers. That's who we're going with versus mm-hmm. the ones that, that are not offering that, that don't understand that, that are not there yet. That's what I believe. They're going to want tangible results. And it might not be a cash sale like a restaurant or retail store would be, but whenever we're going through mortgage brokers and we're, we're asking them their um, – income or credit score or things like this when they are giving that information i don't know of a better way to qualify people man i i i want to thank you man for the shout out on the creative stuff and i, I sure. got a huge shout out to uh the team at craft creative you know paul andrew terry those guys um and and they they put in a lot of work and also pete as well too on on video content and so especially um, the lawyer stuff you guys are going to start to butt in but the, the attorney lawyer stuff that i've seen um from the past and recently my god and, yeah. hey, you, you can't hide money other than those those, <laughs> lens, those lenses cost <laughs> man yeah it, it's uh it's it's a lot of work uh it's a lot of work it's something that we're proud of too and then i think should be. What, what we try and do on the creative end and the marketing end which is going to lead to this next discussion is to uh we talked about 
you know, running ads or having good content to bring people to your social channels. And, and what we feel is going to be, you know, really big in the future is going to be um, quality content because, you know, right now you can't get a good idea from a computer. That's about it. And uh, I was on YouTube the other day and I saw something that uh, it, it was advertising something to read your emails for you. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. So I, I did it. I downloaded it and, and someone sent me a super long email the other day. And I let this thing just start reading my email while I was focusing on something else. And so there's, I, I do believe what you're saying about AI and automation. And I think uh, all this AI and automation that's going to happen. I mean, it's, I think we have to be ready for it regardless if we are ready for it or not, or if, right. or if we're fans of it or not. It's just like technology, you know, if we weren't ready for new technology, then we don't still all have, you know, 30 pound desktop computers, IBM computers from back in the day. Uh, but things are being made faster and smarter than ever before. Yes. You know, we have these tools from Apple and these tools from Amazon here, like some sitting on our desk now that actually they are learning us. And, mm-hmm. and I feel like uh, what you guys are creating is that next step into what is happening in the future. Because like nowadays, you can call places, you can call businesses and you don't get a person on the phone. Mm-mm. Try calling Papa John's pizza exactly. or, or, or pizza hut right now or Domino's too, yeah. and, or, mm-hmm. or Domino's and thinking that you're going to get the people on the same road as you. You're not, you're going to get someone in, uh, in another state city or country who's making your pizza for the pizza place that you're calling three miles ahead. You're so, so right, so dude. People, people so are right. thinking they're thinking ahead. And I think what what's killing a lot of regional brands or businesses and even especially the local folks is that um, they see every dollar that they spend as a dollar that they're taking away from their business versus versus as a dollar that they should be investing in their business. You get what I'm saying? A thousand percent. Um, I I just used that exact answer literally on Tuesday of last week. I I was at a client. I said, call. They were they were telling um, me in the marketing team, we need to really get this stuff right with our phone system. When people are calling, we've got to give them the right information. Whenever we're um, closed for the day, got to give them the um, one or the two or the three, whatever the um, answers. I said, yeah, I said, listen to you guys. And it's always a risk telling a giant CEO who's paying um, (laughs) us a lot of money. And in my eyes that they're wrong. It is so hard to do that, but it's so necessary. And I'm at the point now I'm finally, I'm not totally to your OG level yet, maybe, but I'm getting to the (laughs) point where I'm not afraid to do that anymore. If I really feel this the wrong direction so i used exactly your your example and i said all right let's call Domino's right now and you're exactly right this is also the thing you know coming from food they purposely made that a bad experience on that phone because in three minutes like they're telling you go online go online or online get the deal if you go online all right now here's a person's coming and yeah they're not even at your location yeah you're you're totally right and so they're doing that on purpose that person has the ability to make or break that sale for you they have more times than not they're they're bailing i think now exactly they have the ability to make or break the sale we called up a a pizza place uh here starts with an m i'm not gonna say the name (laughs) of it but it starts with an m and they're a big chain and in they said we're not doing deliveries today we were like well well, what do you what are you talking (laughs) what are you doing What, what do you mean and and it was just and they were pretty dysfunctional on the inside 
and and it was like you know okay well well how about we do a pickup uh, uh you can pick up in about two hours we're, we're like are you that busy and, 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 and it was just uh, it, it's it was that the local store had no idea but when i went to drive there you know on my way to the grocery store and i stopped in they were like oh, they had no idea they had no clue there's a disconnection between the technology and the local store Mm-hmm. So what they did was they were ruining the experience. Ruining it. They, yes. ru- they were ruining the experience because, um, you know, I the way I am seeing like tap the table right now is that you have the ability to control the relationship and the experience between your business and your customer. You and, said something important there with the control over the experience, man. Yeah, you, you, you totally do because people want things fast. If I message you, I want to know that you're that somebody hears me. Everyone wants to be heard. And if they're not heard, they grow impatient. Remember, yep. one, so minute, one minute so to true. us is five minutes to the person on the other end of the <laughs> yeah, line. It's so totally, it totally is. And and I and I I think what you've created is something that um not only revolutionize messenger or chat, it's a business experience, man. I appreciate that, man. It's a, total, I, it's a total business experience change. I appreciate that. The, the, you, you hit on something that's probably the biggest um, pushback that I hear from people that don't know, they don't know yet. And because everyone's going to have to deal with this and it's smart to embrace it. They say, um, well, I don't want my brand to sound robotic. Well, don't provide a robotic experience is the answer. Okay. Great. If you, if you, right. if you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this is the most common thing. Well, I don't want to, I want a, a real human. Well, do you, when I went to Lowe's to buy the available a dishwasher online that told me the aisle that it was in at my local store with the money in hand with the the thing the uh, serial number there on their website the guy's telling me on sunday you got to come back friday and i said it's right there i've got my own truck buddy what do you mean this person was paid to make a transaction happen he was paid that day to make it not happen but ryan before he left did get the the thing i went for because it was sunday but this is this is the thing that really I went over the edge when this experience happened to me. You're paid to to sell me this thing that I've made so easy that you just had to say, okay, swipe, yeah. go, go get it. That's all he had to say, but instead, right. come back Friday. This is a not a cheap purchase, man. I couldn't believe it. If, and so when I left at the customer service, I was right there. I could have just kept going home or tried. I showed the customer service lady who, you know, bless her heart, she was fine dealing with me. I said, what is what happens if I press buy right now? It's right over there. If I buy it right now, what y'all going to tell me? Because I was just told, come back on Friday and at Sunday. And the lady didn't know what to say. And I, I just wow. connected the dots here. And I said, if this is Lowe's, this is happening to me. And this is on Sunday morning when they got plenty of people there. This is happening. This is not just the only place it's happening. People have got to automate things because it's going to cost them money. And it's going to cost them so much customer frustration that it's just a, a lose-lose at this point. Wow, you can control the experience with automation. Isn't that something? You heard mm-hmm. it here first. <laughs> Ryan, man, uh, I, you and I, man, we can go on and on too and fun. all day uh, about too fun. You know, automation, marketing, and everything else. Ryan, let me ask you, what's your what's your favorite social platform? Man, you know, I tell you, I think um, if I've got to say it and I'm going to get laughed at, I think it's going to have to be Facebook. Uh, uh, Facebook's been a big part of my adult life for the most part. Uh, you know, I, I, my freshman year in college, I was one of those kids. I don't know if I want that. I don't know if I want Facebook or not. I was still on the MySpace train, dude. People don't even know what MySpace <laughs> is anymore, but I thought that was a cool one. 
We're I'll showing our wrong. age, right? We're showing our age. I, know, I was I was so wrong on that one, man. I thought, man, MySpace is way cooler than a Facebook, but you know, I really like Facebook. Um, I don't like all the things that have to do with the company, obviously, but as a as a user, I'm able to get so much um information and entertainment mm-hmm. um in one place and understand also what's going on. It's, it's why I've not watched the local news. Um, no offense, Riley, <laughs> except for when you're on there. I don't watch the local news or have cable because I don't need any of that stuff. And um, I can get all the all things I pretty much need, plus a consensus of my peers through my feed that um, can validate or invalidate things that are going on, or at least uh, in my my head. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's a cool ecosystem what they've built, and there's a reason that there are so many people's faces looking at their phone on Facebook. Man, it's a powerful tool. Man. Um, how do you feel about uh, broadcast media now, television? I think that um, up until ooh, my first year of really just all in automation, I was like, oh, this is a dead industry. This sucks. This is not going to do anything. This is so old school. But I feel like with even a simple QR code or text blankety blank to number whatever, my wife wore your shirt last night to bed to text my number shirt you gave me. <laughs> I was like, that's Eric's shirt. I wasn't aware of that tomorrow. But um, I thought that was really cool, by the way. Oh, man, the, the, I, I think that the um, out-of-home experience in conjunction with a digital entry point is going to prove effectiveness or not. So when someone's on their radio and it says text, um, text, uh, you know, rate to get your mortgage rate to 843, or they um, scan a QR code that's on a TV commercial, and then they can now validate things just like we had mentioned on social, really looking at tangible metrics what happened results i I think instead of just trusting what's just being said um by those large companies they say well we're in seventy five thousand homes or a million homes um had the chance to see this well how many visits did i get from your website uh link code or like short code or whatever that's where i think things are going i think there's a big chance to be honest with you with print and just traditional um, broadcasting in general they've got Mm -hmm. a big opportunity but they've got to get off the high horse they've got and understand what digital is the way we can still be relevant, but we've got to also play in this ecosystem and play smartly. How, how do you feel about uh, email marketing? So number one revenue generator right now still. Um, and it's the most important thing you can do right now in marketing, in my opinion, to build that list. If you don't have that customer database, if you don't have an email list and all social media way, uh, goes away tomorrow like it did in Russia, what are you going to do? How are you going to communicate? You can't rely on a feed. You can't rely on um, ads forever. You've got to have that customer database. And that's the reason why you see the largest companies in the world have the biggest databases. How do you feel about running ads on social? It's required. This is gas money. Is this, um, this is the thing I think that's what most people, most people in business are behind the curve on. If I'm not running ads on my social, it's because I'm too busy to take on anything. I don't want to take anything else on. That would be the only reason that I don't run ads because they're so effective. I people, agree. People are posting without gas money when um, they just want to be out there to be seen just to, to be there uh, and they're not expecting to get anything. And the people that are posting without gas money because they don't know any better, never, ever, ever, ever see decent results because it's not possible. It's so it's so rare to have a viral clip. And I've seen a viral clip with 15, 20 million views this year, and it still wouldn't be as effective as a $300 ad spend. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think, uh, uh, a lot of businesses, they want to, uh, they want every post that they have to go viral. We had one partner where we had to kind of tell them, you know, like, they're like, well, this post doesn't do it for me. No one's going to pay attention to it. Well, 
guess what? Uh, Facebook doesn't want anyone to pay attention to it. They want you to spend some money to push it. Exactly. Um, and, and that's how it's, they, everyone's looking for that viral post. And, and then, you know, if you get that viral post, you don't know how to invest towards that. You don't what, know, you don't know the value that is. It's just, uh, uh, I would tell, I, I know some businesses that would spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars still into a traditional space, but they are uh, uncomfortable with spending that into something that's trackable. Exactly. Like, and it's like, so funny. Like when when they start to see the result, though, then it becomes a different comment. I'm seeing it now um, currently all the time. People are like, man, i got to stop putting money over here. Let's put more here. What you guys make over there when you guys are doing social, you're, you're not making um, posts that are Hyundais or Hondas. No offense to either brand. My wife drives a Honda. But you're not making those. You're making Ferraris of, of a post. But the mm -hmm. problem will always be, even if Steven Spielberg himself with um, – every major director and Hollywood actor that they filmed something on a brand new Facebook page or brand new Instagram page. And they, they put it out there. That reach is going to be so low. Okay. If the, if the brand new Instagram page, even with these celebrity star studded statuses, even with their reach so low, if they put a little bit of gas money behind that deal, whether it's a production um, with a hundred people involved or a selfie, that gas money goes down the road that the honda could potentially outperform a ferrari although that should never be the case because ferrari owners don't buy ferraris that can't afford gas money or they shouldn't there you go the gas money is key and so when you've got the right gas money the right vehicle it's it's hard to lose i, I this is what i believe it's hard to not achieve your goal um and so you guys are doing it right and i'm not I'm speaking to you but for those listening that's the number one thing that you could do right now even if your posts suck putting money behind it in the right way and that's key can still make a difference i think that's key i think uh, i think that's great and I, I i believe everything that you're saying and, and i'll kind of end off with saying uh invest in your brand whoever that's you it. are listeners invest in your brand because truthfully the people even you brought up ferraris people who actually are buying ferraris they've been marketed to since they were five and so since they were five, they say, you know what? I want a Ferrari one day when yep. I grow up. And when they get to be that age and they have those resources, they get to a Ferrari. Like mm -hmm. Lamborghini, even the Lamborghini said, we're not on TV because the people who are buying our vehicles, they're not sitting there watching TV. They're exactly. making things happen, you know? Exactly. So, good man, point. All good it. points. So much fun with you, man. I never want <laughs> Always, to stop. <man. laughs> I want you to go ahead and uh, give give people that Instagram address, give people that website address. I want people to know exactly how they can find you, man. Uh, so go ahead and give out your numbers, man. Yeah, hopefully I'm not hard to find, but um, it's at Ryan Baggett on Facebook and Instagram. And my business that you can follow is tapthetable.io. Um, and again, don't don't be afraid when you see all the restaurants and hamburgers and customers there, because no matter what your business is, uh, between myself and Elliot and some other folks out there, we can help you achieve your goal at scale automatically while you sleep or play golf. Man, that's awesome, man. So I also want to tell all of those who may be watching or listening, I want to thank them for giving us their most valuable asset, which is their time. It's the one thing we can never buy back. So I want to thank them for giving it to us. This is the AdCast. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's show, be sure to give us a five-star rating. 